your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. I'm big fans of what our next guests do because it's so important in so many aspects of life, especially if you're looking to improve your public speaking skills. Well, Tom and Toastmasters Club is holding their first meeting after uh, the break into the new year tomorrow, the 12th of January. It uh, happens at the Castletry Park Hotel and they obviously want new members. They've more than happy to welcome them. And President uh, Liam Quinn and Josephine O'Brien, experienced Toastmasters, both are with me. Good morning to both of you. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. Um, And and one of the things that when we've chatted before, maybe we haven't picked up on that's important is this too is about the conduct of meetings, isn't it? You know, how they're structured Mm -hmm. and the importance of ensuring that everyone has a voice, but also that Mm -hmm. the rules are followed. That's actually very true, uh, Joe. Now, it's not that uh, evident in Toastmasters meetings because they're very well organised and the format has been there for years. But uh, we've also uh, a programme whereby we talk to people about parliamentary procedure and uh, that comes down to us from, you know, our parliamentary days. And uh, that uh, that aspect of the meetings is very important. So to especially if you have large, uh, if you have large, if you have big numbers in the meeting, we'll say, so that everybody gets their say. And that, uh, for example, if you want to uh, introduce motions or whatever, uh, that this can be done in an orderly way. But also that meetings are conducted, let's say, and with respect to the people, the various office holders, for example, like the chair, the chair runs the meeting properly, that the secretary takes the meeting, takes the minutes, and that the decisions that are taken at the meetings are properly recorded and everybody knows exactly where they stand. And that, that aspect of it is a little bit overlooked in smaller clubs because, uh, you know, you have a very, you tend to have agreement amongst people of what happens. But uh, where you have bigger clubs, this, this aspect of it is really important. And one of the things, Josephine, that's done is that roles then revolve around the members, don't they? So they get an understanding and experience of that. Yes, exactly. As Liam said, the only person that remains the same is the chairman of the, of, of is the, the president of Toastmasters. And they sit at the top table for the year with, in which they are president. But all the other roles, um, Uh, are circulated then around the members. So everybody who's a member gets an opportunity and especially in a smaller club to maybe, um, we say, do the topic session at one meeting. They may then do the timer, which is very important because after all it is a meeting. So we need to keep everybody on time. So the different roles are spread out and that's important because then everybody gets an opportunity to fulfil those roles. So Mm -hmm. that's a good thing in Toastmasters. And especially for somebody who's new to Toastmasters or somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience in public speaking, they can all just take their time and maybe we might say to somebody who comes in new, would you like to do the timer role maybe in in the next meeting or a couple of meetings forward? And that gives them a little bit of experience as to what, what Toastmasters is about. Yeah, I mean, many a GA club secretary has managed to get a player back on the field maybe a bit more quickly <laughs> than would otherwise be the case because they understand the rules around yeah. appeals and yeah. meetings and yes. it, it matters in life, yes, doesn't it? Yeah, I think, um, I think the structure of the meeting is very important because especially for somebody who comes to Toastmasters on, on a personal level, I came to Toastmasters 
Toastmasters because I was very frightened of speaking in public and now I'm here on the radio today which is you know which is quite a good thing but I found when I went into the meetings especially initially I was very nervous but there was a structure to follow I had minutes of the meeting in front of me and when I went in I looked at that and I could see what was happening throughout the meeting and my name wasn't on it so I thought I can relax now and just observe for a while. Then bit by bit I took on roles within the meeting and that helped me enormously with my public speaking. So that was a very good thing and it's different as well to maybe going to a night class. You have a structured meeting so it's very helpful for somebody who comes in new. You don't have to take a role straight away or not, you're not allocated to do something straight away. And Liam, you, how are topics selected? Things that people will talk about on the night of a meeting? Well, a topics master is appointed for each meeting and uh, they have an opportunity before the meeting to come up with, let's say, five or six topics. And uh, those uh, tend to be, you know, uh, topics on any subject that the topic master decides. It could be, let's say, your favourite book or your favourite holiday resort or your favourite dog or your favourite meal or whatever. The whole idea is to get people standing up and thinking on their feet. And uh, this is a way of increasing confidence and also leadership because it means that you have to stand up from your comfort zone and speak for two minutes on a subject that you haven't had an opportunity to prepare. Now, sometimes you get very amusing uh, answers. Sometimes you get answers that are not related to the topic at all because people might know anything about it. But the whole idea is to put people uh, to the test, if you like, you know, so that they get used to standing up, uh, speaking on, thinking on their feet and also listening to their own voices because that can be a bit of a shock to people, you know, when they hear themselves talking about something yeah. that they are not familiar with. But it's a fun part of the meeting. It's usually the first part of the meeting and uh, it's always actually quite, uh, quite, quite entertaining. Uh, we're chatting to Liam Quinn and Josephine O'Brien from Thoman Toastmasters and they're back after the Christmas and New Year break uh, tomorrow actually, the 12th of January their uh, meeting is at the Castle Troy Park Hotel um, and I suppose um, Josephine, there is virtually no aspect of life where this won't be of benefit even something as simple as a job interview uh- Absolutely. As I said, I came to Toastmasters because I was nervous at public speaking. But since I've come to Toastmasters, I've really realised that that you can be asked to speak from anything to a birth, to a funeral, or you can be asked to say something at any in your social life as well as your work life. So it has opened up a lot of avenues for me. And particularly in the work situation, because nowadays in the work situation, people are being asked to do public speaking. If they've been in a job for a period of time, they know that job, they know that role. And somebody for another department is going to come in and say, would you mind, I've got new people coming in, will you tell us about what you do? And you don't want to be the one to sit there and say, oh no, I don't want to do that. You want to be the one to say, of course I will do that. So I have found it very, very useful in my working life and also in my own personal life as well. I've been able to stand up and say a few things socially, which I wouldn't have done before. Mm. So it really has broadened horizons. And Liam, does it create a network of friends as well? There's another aspect of the uh, Toastmasters uh, journey, and that is the social aspect of it. And I know research has shown that uh, while people do attend to increase uh, and develop their leadership and communication skills, that the social aspect of it is also very important. And uh, we have a, an unofficial, if you like, uh, ending to our meetings every, every two weeks that we adjourn to the bar. And uh, that, no, you could that, do worse than that, <laughs> even if it's only for an orange juice. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that can be... Uh, it, it's also an opportunity to kind of wind down and relax because, like, where you have uh, prepared speeches at a meeting, it can be quite stressful. I mean, the second half of each meeting are prepared speeches where, let's say, speakers are required to speak for, for between five and seven minutes. And that can be quite stressful uh, in the sense that, you know, people are put to the test... And then after the meetings, it's great to be able to wind down, you know, put everything away, put away the speakers, put away the, the screens and then go back around and relax. But I mean, as Josephine has outlined there, Liam, it seems that the younger you can start this, the more benefit it's going to be across your life. That's very true. We have an amazing mix of people uh, from different professions and different age groups and genders. We have, uh, including an, at the moment, we have two PhD students who want to perfect their presentation skills. We have a young business guy who joined after I spoke to him about uh, doing some printing work. We have a health and safety officer. We have an author and a publisher. So we have a, a music teacher. We have people working from different walks of life, from all ages and from all genders. And uh, it's a wonderful mix of people uh, in the sense that everyone is there every, to, for the one purpose is to increase their leadership and communication skills. And as Josephine says, that is a very important aspect of life nowadays. And Josephine, I mean, from your own story... Did you find that people started reacting to you differently? I mean, were they going, God, look, Josephine, we can't stop her talking now. I mean, was that, was that going on? I, I, absolutely, yes. I'm not afraid anymore. And particularly in the work situ- situation, I would always hold back if I was asked to do a talk. And I've been in my work for quite a number of years, so I have a wealth of experience in it. But when it came up to saying, oh, you know, will you tell these new people about about your work or what you do, I kind of hold back. But now my hand is first up when there is an induction to be done and I'm there. Oh yes, I can't wait to do that. You know, so it has been yeah. great. And So not only is your inner confidence improved, but the way people perceive yes, you Yes, absolutely. Changes. Yes, yeah. Well, I've got a voice now. Yes. I always had that voice. It was always there. But by attending Toastmasters and going to Toastmasters, that has been brought out into the world now. And that's a, that's a really good thing. And it's a good achievement as well. It's a, sorry, Josephine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's a massive international organisation, Liam, which suggests that, you know, it's around a while because mm. it, it, the method works, but also it, it remains something that's important for people. It is, Joyce. Around since 1924 by a guy called Ralph Smedley who founded it and now it's in 143 countries. There's over 16,500 clubs and uh, many of them are, are, are all over Ireland. We have three clubs in Limerick, for example. There's our one in Thoman and there's one also in the city here that meets in the Strand and there's one in Raheen that meets in the South Court. So we meet in the Castle Tri Park Hotel. So it is an international organisation and uh, the learning paths that are involved in are quite extensive. There are 11 different learning paths. I'm smiling to myself here because it reminds me of something my grandfather used to say about situations. He said, do you fight the three organisations? Are you great pals? Well, actually, uh, we, we, we are great pals. Uh, we, I suppose, to some extent, maybe we compete for members, but not really, because the people who attend the various clubs do so from a convenience point of view. So people living in Raheen will go to the Raheen Club and people living in Castle Tri-Tent will go to our one and in the city will go to the city club. So not really. Um, and and is, is there any competitive element in a formal way, any debates, or is, is, is that not how it works? Well, it is actually, very, it can be very competitive because every year there are competitions organised, there are international speech competitions and then there are humorous speech competitions and there are topic competitions. So these all get going uh, as, as, as the year goes on. And they can be very, uh, very entertaining. And uh, there's a, one of our club members, for example, is participating in the uh, international finals in Liverpool in April. 
Fantastic. Okay, so um, basically the call is there. People can come along tomorrow evening, I presume, if they wish. Well, actually, normally we meet on the second and fourth Thursdays of each month, which would be, the uh, first one would be tomorrow evening, but unfortunately we have to cancel tomorrow evenings. We had a, a death in the, in the club of oh, an I'm outstanding member. So we will be resuming on the 26th, which is two weeks from tomorrow. Of course, of course. Well, that's understandable. I obviously wasn't aware of that before the interview. Mm-hmm. So it will be happening. So on the 26th, people can come along. Yes, and we have a, a we can be contacted uh, on the, um, you can email us on tomandtoastmatters.gmail.com and you'll get a reply. And I think that might be a good place for people to start uh, so that when you arrive at the hotel, you'll know where to go and you'll know what to do. All right. Well, listen, you're doing great work. I think it's fantastic. And it's always a pleasure to talk to uh, you about it. And thank you so much for coming in this morning. Uh, And uh, we wish you success in 2023. And that is from Tom and Toastmasters Club, uh, President Liam Quinn and Josephine O'Brien. Thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.